back to Book Talks Podcast. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And this week we read The True Love Experiment by Christina Lauren. How'd you think? What did you think of it? I liked it. I have complaints because I realized I am Connor from the first half of this damn book. <laughs> I am literally a Connor. Like I looked, I don't like look down on romance, but it's definitely, you know, it's gonna, you know how it's gonna end. There's no aha. I think that's why I like thrillers because you're like, what's going to happen? You don't know. And then there's this big reveal. With romances, you know it's going to have a happily ever after. You know they're going to get together. And I just find myself screaming at the pages like, why are you guys being difficult? Just get together. Like, this is so stupid. But I liked it. (laughs) So when you first started this book, you texted me in the the middle of the night around like 3 a.m. New York time. I don't know what time it was in Arizona. But you said, I feel seen from this book. Was it because of Connor or was it because of uh, Fizzy? No, it was because of Fizzy. Um, As it turns out, I'm not a Fizzy because I don't like, you know, put myself out there the way Fizzy does romantically or otherwise. But it was all the stuff she felt or she was saying about like, she didn't remember how to be happy. Like she didn't remember what joy felt like. And I was like, I've been, I've been really going through it lately. Just this job has been kicking my butt and feeling so burnt out. And I literally one day asked my friends at work, what is happiness? <laughs> just like out of the blue. I was just like, what even is happiness? Like, what are we even working towards? Because I like can't even remember what it feels like to be happy. Um, now I did just go on vacation. So I feel a lot happier now. But when I started reading this book and she was saying that she couldn't remember what joy felt like, like she was giving all this great advice about love and writing these books about love, but she didn't have anything like that in her life. I just felt really seen. So how, I, I don't know how to respond to that. I was really beautiful. <laughs> I was going to so so move on from that. <laughs> I didn't know how to, I will pray. I no, wanted to that, but I also wanted to move on. But then I also was like, no, I should respond because it's rude that I didn't respond. But I also thought it was like really beautiful. And I feel like I had nothing to add to that. No, it's, um, it's good. It's good. I'm glad you feel seen. Um, I'm glad you feel happy too because I was a little worried about you. I'm, ha- I'm glad you got out. Um, PTO is good for the soul. <laughs> yeah, you should really take it more. So you felt really related to and seen with Fizzy in that first chapter do you relate to her at all throughout the rest of the book I don't think so Fizzy's really outgoing and just everyone has an easy time around Fizzy and I'm a really difficult person to be around (laughs) you're difficult to be around I think you're just in your head a lot and you overthink social situations I don't think I think you're not difficult to be around at all I, I didn't really relate to Fizzy the rest of the time although I mean, I liked Fizzy. I felt like of a lot of the romance characters we've read about, Fizzy was actually really well-developed. Like, you really knew who Fizzy was and what her motivations were. I have noticed that. So I've read a lot of Christina Lauren books this year, and all of their, like, heroines are very, like, quirky, unique girls, but they have just so much depth to them, and they're just not, like, your stereotypical romance lead. Mm-hmm. Um and they're all just like uniquely different from each other as well. But I just feel like they have a really good touch of making a really creative main character. Yeah, very creative. And I, I really liked that she's, 
it's Taylor Swift, but she's sunshine and he was midnight rain kind of thing, you know, like he wasn't super grumpy, but she was sunshine. And I just love that. I do like when it's reversed too, but there's something about like the girl being sunshine that just like sparks something in me. No, but I feel like he, get, he, especially if he's like a little broody and he's like always watching her like shine the room and he just admires it. Like it definitely like, I love, I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, I feel like this kind of was a slow burn and I really enjoyed it. There. So in my Goodreads review, it was like both a pro and a con. I, I hated that this was a 400 page book because in my mind, romances are like quick 300 pages. But on the other hand, their relationship and friendship developed so carefully and so slowly. And I loved that. So it's like, it's so hard because on the one hand, I want just like a quick, easy romance sometimes. But on the other hand, you know, we've talked about this. You don't love insta love. Like you want to see them actually develop and fall in love. So I, I felt like they really did that here. And I really love friends to love I just feel like, yeah, it just seems more realistic. I really just don't believe in insta love. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really think I've heard a lot of insult situations in real life. Like I've heard it in books and movies, but I don't really know. I think a single person who instantly fell in love, like life is just so complicated. Um, yeah. So I just don't feel like when I read books and they're like instantly, like a week later, they're like in love having sex. Like I just don't really relate. I mean, I guess sex isn't always corporate with love, but I feel like these romance books put them together and I just don't think that's the case. So I like, I love the friends lovers trope. I feel like they played really well and, picking out like making pulp like pop culture references and modern day references mm -hmm. without being cringy yeah i feel like a lot of books have like brought in book talk and stuff and sometimes they borderline on cringe and like you don't really want to read it or like you want to kind of escapism i feel like they just like brought up twilight in like a little joking manner like with the whole voltaire joke and like stuff like that but it wasn't too much what did you think of the concept of the show I really liked it. I really liked the trope aspect. Aspect. There were definitely some tropes that I've never even heard of. Like, what is the... I guess I get the vampire trope, but, like, I didn't know if Shima was, like, a type of man as a vampire. Or, like, we're talking about actual vampires here. Not an but, actual vampire. <laughs> but I really like the idea. I do wish they would have, like, just, like, locked her in a house with all of them. I think the same thing. I, like, as I was reading it, I just kept thinking, put her in a house, put her in a house with these men and let's just see what happens. Cause like, you know, I get, they were wanting to date in real life and have normal life continue. But I'm like, you went on one coffee run with these people. And then like, you'd went on one other date with them and then you're just going to take one of them to Fiji. They could actually be a serial killer. So <laughs> literally. So say this DNA duo, which I really like the twist of that is real life uh -huh. would you test your dna oh heck yeah i so would test my dna okay so this extra shocks me about you because you hate the whole faded mate trope like you hate mates mm -hmm. essentially your a, a platinum dna match is a is a mate I think that's why I liked the concept of the show because she was dating these men and didn't know the DNA results yet. And so, you know, they were testing out, was the DNA results like going to give you the same kind of ending that the audience sees or that she feels? Because obviously she had the most connection with Isaac and then it turns out they had the highest match, except for her and Connor. Um, spoiler alert. 
<laughs> but so like I liked that about it. I think I think it's hard because on the one hand, I would hate it in the sense that I'd feel like if I had a platinum match, I'd need to try and make that work because like, oh, on paper, we have all these great things about us and we should be perfectly matched up. So this should work. And then if it wasn't working, it'd be like, gosh, if I can't even make it work with my platinum match, how am I going to make it work with a bronze match or whatever? But on the other hand, it's also like kind of scientific, kind of logical. Like, um, so it kind of also gets to that logical person in me. Like, oh, we're actually compatible on a DNA level. There are things about us that actually work somehow. We didn't get into like the science of it all. But I, I'd be interested. I think it's kind of like eHarmony. And eHarmony is somewhat successful. So like, whatever. Is eHarmony do your DNA? It doesn't do your DNA, but you have like certain matches that like are better than others based on what you've entered into your profile. And obviously that's subjective because, you know, you can lie in your profile. I can be a six foot two model in my profile if I want to be. So like, you know, you can lie. DNA is a little less, less, you're less able to fake it, I guess. But I like the idea. I would like the idea if I was single, but like say like now, like I am a Tom. If I was, to t- I would be scared to take it because what if, and like, I, I love him. Like, I would be scared to take it and we, we're not a match. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do then? Well, yeah, that's like what Fizzy and Connor's dilemma was there at the end. Like, do they want to see the results or just not know? I kind of wish they just hadn't known because it's like they had such a good thing. Why, why, why do you even need the results at that point? Like you and your boyfriend, you have such a good thing. What do the results even matter? you know but on the other hand they took it and they were like really high matches so it's like it it makes sense if you really are compatible with a person that there's something there in like your dna cuz they say like a lot of times you're attracted to a smell on a person like they're the pheromones they give off or whatever and you're not attracted to that on every single person so is there something there in the dna like what causes that attraction it, that reminds me of that perfume that's supposed to be, like, your pheromone perfume, and you, like, roll it on, it's, like, I don't know where I saw them, but, yeah, you, like, put the pheromone perfume on, and apparently all the boys will come to the bar and smell what they want to smell, mm-hmm. but I've never invested in it, so I can't really, I, can't, I don't know, but I think she even brought that up, like, some people went on the app and found their, like, platinum match, and, like, that person was married already. Yeah, which would and, suck. Yeah, like, I would... I don't know what I would do. I'd be so devastated. But it just, like, yeah, it's a very interesting concept. Um, I really wish, so I, I thought it was weird that we, like, had this story of River and, uh, was it, what's the mom's? Jess? River and Jess. Yeah. They told us, like, this, like, side characters, families, as if we read the love story through them already, and we didn't. So, I actually think there's another book about them. Um when I was looking in their acknowledgments, where was it at the end? Because I thought the same thing. And then in their acknowledgments, they said that Fizzy was like a side character. So it was from the soulmate equation. I never read the soulmate equation, but apparently that's about Jess River and Juno, their daughter. I thought I read the soulmate equation, but maybe I didn't. Let me check, but I don't remember reading them. And so apparently after that book, people started asking, well, is Fizzy going to get her own book? Because she was just a side character in that one. But yeah, I felt the same way as I was reading it. I was like, who the hell are Jess and Juno? (laughs) And 
Infinite River. <laughs> I kept on referencing them. Okay, this is actually one of the ones I haven't read, which is so frustrating because I read so many of her books. Uh-huh. Um, I literally marked it one to read. Okay, this makes so much more sense because I was like, they keep referencing these people as if we're supposed to know them. And I'm like, I have no idea who Justin River even are and how Juno came to be. Yeah. Like, I don't know if River wasn't Juno's real dad. Like, they just kind of implied it. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it didn't really affect the storyline, but I was confused. No, I know. I was too. But they apparently have their own book, The Soulmate Equation, which I kind of want to read now. But on the other hand, I maybe I don't want to read it because I liked Fizzy and Connor so much. And, like, I don't know, River and Jess didn't really do anything for me. But River might be a hot nerd because he did develop DNA Duo. And I do like I do like the hot nerd stuff. Well, I think Jess and River are, pl- like, platinum matches. And the company paid her. That's what they said in this yeah. book. The company paid her to, like, Ugh, date her. So. Dang it. Now I want to read it. <laughs> Am I? If we, have to, we have so many books to read. Oh, I know. Um, I ordered that ebook i bought the ebook of that stupid fourth wing everyone's reading because my copy won't come in time and i need to know what everyone's talking about i know oh so i need to read that one um i just so i just finished this one i started the love theoretically i'm only like 12 pages in but i was like crap 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 somewhere between love theoretically and the next time we record i really want to have read the fourth wing because it's all anyone is talking about and they say it's good like, yeah. like, I haven't heard a bad review for it. It shocks me because it, I don't know who this author is. I've never heard of her before. I've never heard of her either, but she's apparently traditionally published because she made a video saying that her agent said they were, like, sold out um, in the warehouse. So if you see one of the books in store, you better just grab it. That she's, like, shocked they sold out because they printed in the six figures. She's like, we printed over 100,000 copies. And I'm like... And you're sold out in like, like it just blew up in a week and you just sold out. It really blows my mind. Um, you literally can't get it anywhere. Like I ordered, I went on Barnes and Noble and I looked at any store nearby and like, I'm in New York city, like there's a million stores. Uh-huh. I mean, I didn't check any stores near me cause I just was away all weekend. And like, I didn't really want to run around like a crazy person, but they said it'll be available June 16th. And even like Amazon said it'll be available like June 10th. So I just bought it on Barnes and Noble and then I bought the ebook on my Kindle because I had a bunch of credits anyway. But still the ebook was $14. Oh my gosh. That's that's kind of pricey. It is for an ebook? I was like, e-book. what? So yeah, I bought it because I need to know. But I'm you gonna read the, the hardcover book was like $24. I was shocked because I thought the sticker price said like 16 or 17 because it was like on sale at Target. No, it rang up like $22 after being on sale. On sale. And I was like, $22? Really? I guess if it's that good. I bought, yeah, 26 on Barnes & Noble. Um, but and I, the Barnes & Noble has changed their membership. So you get like stamps now every time you buy a book. Um, if you're like a mem- membership, it's free shipping, 10% off still um and like we get 10 percent off like pastries something like that from starbucks and the barnes and noble stores but okay. you get stamps and then you if you earn enough stamps you can buy a book but i'm really confused how this works so i don't really know we shall see but um i ordered it on barnes and noble so i get the stamps because like three stamps for this weekend so per okay. book but i don't know barnes and noble membership they they elevated their membership like uh they just changed their membership how much does the membership cost you? 
think it's either 20 or 30 a year. Okay. That's like the cost of a book. It pays for free shipping, like from every book you order and 10% off. Like I feel like at the end of the year, I, and also anybody can use your membership. Like if you just, it's just a phone number when you go to check out. Mm. So I, I always tell like Tom to use mine because I get like, he saves money. Well, now I get stamps from it, but um, just anybody can save money with my, with my membership. So I love it. Yeah, but which I hope they didn't listen to our podcast because I just gave away <laughs> how I do it. But yeah, okay, back to the book. <laughs> back, to the book. Back, back to the book. That's right. I feel so dumb right now that I didn't know this was like a sequel to the like the equation or whatever. So I, equation. I, I mean, I didn't know until I read the acknowledgments at the end. So you weren't alone. Well, on Goodreads, when it's usually like a series or like a second book, I'll say it like in parentheses, like Soulmate Equation Book Two. I got into that. It was just like Christine Lauren's new book, The Love, The True Love Experiment. I feel like it wasn't even advertised as the second book, which I mean, I I think it's a really popular book of hers mm. of their of theirs. Um, which, for those who don't know, they are a writing duo. It's me and Marissa Owens uh aspire to be yes yes i really feel like we would actually be really good together because i mean maybe you'd probably like be atrocious in my grammar um and writing skills but i think our ideas would be golden mm. i agree i have some romance ideas i actually had one like this it wasn't it wasn't exactly it, it was different but it was like a reality tv show falling in love bachelor type thing um so you know it's a good idea what did you think, though, about the big reveal about Connor? Okay. I didn't love the ending. Mm, let's hear it. I just felt like it all fell into place too perfectly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love the ending. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like it could have been a little messier. Yeah. Um, I didn't think his big gesture was like, a big gesture quite frankly like he also could have given her some warning i would personally hate to be caught on live camera for the first time having a guy be like i love you and i want to fight for you because i'd be like shut shut the f up (laughs) also since she said it four times prior and he didn't say anything back Oh my gosh, that is like your worst nightmare. We've we've talked about this before. Like, if you're throwing yourself at a guy and he's constantly rejecting you, the hit my self-esteem would take is unreal. I actively like told myself because I, I feel like I like Tom first and made more first moves in the beginning, like wanting like I told him like if you don't make me your girlfriend in like a month, I'm gonna be mad. Um, so I told myself that I cannot be the first person to say I love you. Like I'm I don't care if we're like a year in and we're not saying that. I'm not saying it first. Like over my dead body, am I saying it first? Right. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it goes back that I did. I put myself out there in the beginning. It's just that like I I need the reassurance myself before I'm put. Yeah. I'm telling people. I get it. Like the guy, I feel like the guy's supposed to pursue the girl. So for Fizzy to be like, I love you four separate times and then not. And then still not knowing on stage with him, I would be freaking out. Yeah, and I don't think I think it was more of the show's big gesture, and I feel like it was more about the show's like wanting the 
like the juicy gossip than his big gesture it was like oh, I, I did this right no you didn't you did this for the, the views and the yeah. ratings it's true i do feel like and even if he says he didn't like it, it kind of was for the views because like you could you had four chances to tell her you loved her also like just i can't imagine being in a room with him doing my confessional and saying i'm so glad this will be over so i can stop pretending i'm not in love with you and him being like nothing just giving nothing like that was the moment for him to say it back and be like i can't wait for this to be over we're gonna make this work like i'll fight for you and he turned her down again oh yeah i mean She's got to be real confident in herself because she was rejected a whole lot. The fact that she kept TV, telling him. That's true on TV. But the fact that she kept telling him, I just, I at that point, I was like, Fizzy, you're coming off a little desperate, girl. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked, one thing I like about Fizzy is that her, um, no matter how much success she had, she felt, still felt like, um, like, I don't know, like her, she had issues with her family and she still felt like she was, like, upsetting her family and I really like that uh, like story arch or yeah. arc, is it arc? Story arc. Um, and I like when her mom finally admit that she was proud of her. Yeah. Despite her not writing her great, her great novel, which that would piss me off so much because, yeah, she's written so many romance books and romance is the most selling genre of, like, books. Like, it's, it's big. Like, we're the ones buying special editions the nice books like we're obsessed uh-huh. and other people even tom like, they don't read romance they don't get it and it's like so frustrating like yeah you don't love romance but you get how big this genre is yeah big genre so. um yeah no i i was surprised her mom made that comment several times about like oh you can finally be done writing these other things and you can write your big great novel it's like She's a best-selling romance author. She's clearly made a name for herself, doing pretty well financially. And she's going to be on a freaking TV show. Like, I think she's doing okay. Kind of weird. But, yeah, no, I liked that, too. Yes, I did like that dynamic. I like how it resolved. But um, I thought it was a good twist to the story. But you didn't like the ending. Felt too rushed. Felt too easy. I kind of felt the same. I, I, I wish they hadn't revealed the results. I don't know how you feel about that, but I think it would have bugged me if they hadn't done it. But at the same time, it's like, I almost just wish you would have said like, we have something good. I don't need that to know this is, this is it. Yeah. I wish almost she picked someone else for like the trip mm. and like, and he's thinking she's like really into them. No, mm. I would have she played it as if she was actually interested in these guys to drive him more nuts. Mm. Um, and I would have liked him to make a big grand gesture to win her back. Yeah, it was a little convenient that Isaac had a girlfriend to go back to at the end. Yeah, we, didn't, we didn't need that. Yeah, like we didn't need that. She could have broken some hearts, it would have been okay. That's probably why they didn't do that. They didn't want her to, like, be in this reality show and play all these men and then, like, not end up with any of them. Because I guess it's, like, kind of rude. But, I don't know, you can't help who you fall in love with. And, yeah, I would have wanted some more broken hearts. Yeah. I, I, Isaac could have been the next um, lead on the show. All the girls would have been happy about that. 
So I actually didn't even remember the two. They said at the end, like they chose Dax and someone else to be the leads on the next season. And I was like, I don't even remember which heroes those were. <laughs> well, I think it's the same premises where the girls are like the girl will be the heroine and she'll have multiple like, like guys again. So mm-hmm. I think it's the guys who got out like, it was like the daredevil guy and someone else. Mm-hmm. Which also isn't fun. Why are you going to hire the exact same guys again? Like, bring in new boys. Yeah. Bring in a new hero. Uh, uh, we oh. didn't get a millionaire hero. And I would have liked a millionaire oh, CEO. No, we did. did we get and that? And he got out first. Oh, we did. It. Remember he came in the, the really nice suit in, like, the coffee. I think he was like, oh, yeah, one of the first people out. If I go on a show with a millionaire and the audience does not vote for him to win, we're going to have issues. Well, she's the best-selling romance author. She's okay. Actually, I don't really know how much a romance authors make. I don't know either. But I'm sure they are doing okay. Like, I think Candy Steiner's probably doing okay. Yeah, I think Saturday Mass is doing real good. She's sitting comfortably. Uh, you don't know, like, the back scenes behind books? Like, the, the behind the scenes? Actually, we should talk about her writing block. Because ah. you... Kind of probably can relate to her writing block. Yeah, I can relate. Um, yeah, I'm still not really writing. So I'm writing in my journal now, um, but I'm not really writing in my book, but I have written some poetry. So I'm like, okay, I'm kind of doing the writing thing. But yeah, no, like you definitely hit a wall. And especially like for her being single, but writing about all these people falling in love. Like, you can see how that would take a toll on her at some point and be like, do I even believe in the stuff I'm writing in when I can't even make it work in my real life? Um, That's what her critics say. Like, um, that girl at the wedding was kind of like, oh, if, if Fizzy can't find someone, then there's no hope for all of us. And that's just like such a, like a, like a jab. Yeah. Um, I hated that old- girl. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. But yeah, you can say that again. So it doesn't get caught up. Oh, I was just saying I hated that girl. At the wedding. Yeah, I didn't like I wasn't a fan. I was really happy that Connor was like, Oh, I only I'm only dancing with Fizzy tonight. Mm-hmm. One thing or actually no, I, how old is Fizzy in this book? I think she was in her thirties. Okay, I like that. Yeah. But I feel like it's even harder to write because literally at that point in your life, all your friends like surrounding you are like married and have kids or like getting married. Even now in our late 20s, it's kind of the case. So I can't really imagine it like my mid-30s, like writing romance. Yeah. And just still like kind of being single. And like, when what's the dating pool like at that age? I mean, at least based on this book, you're going to end up with someone who has a kid already. <laughs> Which I'm not like the biggest fan of, honestly. Um, just like Fizzy was great. She's going to be a great stepmom. Um, and she already had the connection like with Juno and then Juno and Stevie were friends. So that was like great. But there's just something about I, I just I'm not ready to be a mother to a 10 year old. <laughs> yeah, I think she says she never really wants like kids of her own. Like she says she would be, like the cool aunt. And it's like kind of her role to do that. But yeah. I'll be a little bit more. So, yeah, I think that this. That I think it works for her. They're they're titanium match, and I'm really happy to end up together. And I do love happy ever afters. Yeah, what do you think of the writing? 
the writing's good. I like never have issues with Christina Lauren's writing. Um, I even liked, oh my gosh, I marked it. There was this one part where she realizes she's in love with him. And I loved the way it was written because there was like a comma. And then on the next line down, a lowercase, like continuation of the sentence. And I just, it was like, you were reading her exact thoughts. Like it was written in the exact way you would think. She was like, he's devastatingly gorgeous. And I think I love him. And it was just like, oh, I, I loved it so much. Because a lot of times I don't like when they put in like dot, dot, dots or things in parentheses. But I liked everything Christina Lauren did with the writing. Did you like the confessionals when it was like kind of written in a script kind of way? I did. I thought it added to the realizing it's a show because so much of it was just told as a story. Um, so I did like that. And I felt like you could still hear Fizzy and Connor's flirting even without any added, like just through the dialogue, you could hear it. Yes. Did you think that, I know how, I think you've said it before, like how Fizzy and Connor change perspectives. Um, did their voice change? Like, Did their writing change uh, for different parts, like for different characters? I think it did. And I say that only because I don't really remember Connor's perspectives. <laughs> I really like Fizzy to me just stood out so much. She is just this bombshell heroine. And like I said, really well-written protagonist in the sense that I really knew Fizzy. Um, Connor's perspectives, I don't really remember. I think he was kind of broody. And like after his big confession that he's a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater, um, he was just like sad. And then like, oh, well, if she can't even handle a conversation, I'll just be a little bee to her. And I was like... Yeah, Connor, I'm not sure you're the winner here, quite frankly. <laughs> but that's, like, the only thing I remember from his perspective, honestly. I remember the way he looked at Fizzy. He, I feel like he described that a lot, and I really enjoyed that. So maybe it's Connor's personality was liking Fizzy. Yeah, his, his that was his personality. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I hated that he was a cheater. Yeah, I feel like it also added to his storyline and just like gave him a little bit more depth depth mm, yeah um, and gave them another obstacle to get over yeah it Is did it but no i didn't love the ending but i love the overall book i love how they fell in love um i like the plot uh i like the writing so i give this book like a four i gave it a a four like on goodreads i gave it a four technically i think i wrote it was a 3.8 but i was kind of mad still about him being a cheater because like I'm, I'm with fizzy on that like like once a cheater always a cheater i can't get over that so hopefully connor's changed hopefully that's in his past but like he better not do that to my girl fizzy well my thing is if if his ex-wife nat could forgive him i was like maybe me and she's like they've been a co-parent situation for a while now like so i think fizzy can can let like forgive him but yeah like i mean i it's it's a it's a gray area of yeah. he can he's kind of a morally gray character Ooh, look at that <laughs> he had a lot of um a lot of archetypes like he could he could have been like the hot nerd but like also like the hot executive the hot dad mm -hmm. lots of um, hot in there yeah he well that's what 
I guess that's just how busy described him as. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's just hot. I did like how they played the scene where she sees him in the coffee shop and, like, it's, like, full circle. Uh-huh. I like that. Because, like, that's the thing. I don't believe in instant love but there was definitely instant attraction like she was she saw him from across the room didn't know who he was and she's like yeah he's the type of guy who would normally you know but take me home or whatever um and he noticed her too but then like they didn't see each other again till the office and then they fell in love yeah i like that there was one line i didn't love and i don't have the exact line bookmarked but it was by connor and he was like He's like, well, maybe we can figure out after the fact. But, like, I don't know. Like, love is so... Love's not patient. Like, love is, like, fast and now. And I don't really relate to that. Because mm-hmm. I really believe that if it's the right person, like, you will find your way back to that person. And I, I feel like love is patient. Like, I don't know. Like... Yeah. So, I don't remember if I wrote this in my Goodreads review or it was just something I was thinking about. But I was kind of thinking... I'm not sure Connor and Fizzy are going to work in the long run because I feel like there's so much passion there and at some point it's going to fizzle out. And like you said, if he's not willing to like do the patient stuff, if he just thinks love is quick and fast, like where's that going to leave you in five years when it's fizzled out a little bit? And obviously you're always in love, but things change. Like there won't necessarily be that jump your pants passion, you know, like, um, that they have here at the beginning. Um, I would have liked to see them. Like they are friends. So I, I that gives me hope. Because like I felt like Fizzy. Everything Fizzy said was like spot on. Saying like she just wanted to be around him. Just wanted to see him. She had something good happen. And he's the person she wants to tell. Like that's falling in love with your best friend. But from Connor's perspective. I felt like yes he was obsessed with her. Thought she was beautiful. Wanted to be with her. But he wasn't willing to sacrifice, like, things in his life to be with her. And then to, like, yeah, just, it was very passionate for him. And I just worry in the long run where that will leave them. I agree. So I wish we had, like, a longer epilogue. Or a epilogue. We didn't get an epilogue. So I kind of wish we had an epilogue Mm -hmm. to see how they're going. But we're going to, in my mind, they're just going to be together forever. And their story ends here. They'll make it. Unless they don't. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think I have any else, anything else to say about this book. No. Um, do we need to thank anyone for sending it to us? Yes, we do. Thank you so much, um, Gallery Books, for sending us, both me and Marissa a copy of the a Chula- beautiful copy, like stunning. Um, for an honest review, and we gave it to you. We gave you all our thoughts, what we love, what we didn't like, our ratings. Um. Let us know what you guys think about the book, too, as well. I think it's just a solid romance. Like, I have never read a Christina Lauren that wasn't a solid romance. Neither have I. Although there is this one series I've written that has a lot of shirtless men on the cover. Uh, I'm a little scared to give it a try. No, I love Christina Lauren. I was so excited and fangirled real hard when we got this copy. And we just want to thank you so much. Thanks for listening. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And have a good night. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Book Talks Podcast.